I regret texting whatever guy like a dumbass thing I would wake up I and be like even. oh my god I fucking did that I'm, a, I'm an embarrassment when I would wake up I would reach for my phone frantically and be like oh god oh god what did like, I please. do <laughs> what did I do <laughs> Well, hello, listeners. This is Al for Al Anonymous, my podcast. Um, please subscribe to all of my things online. I haven't said this yet, but I have a Patreon, and it would mean a lot if you subscribed to it. I have a lot of cool merch and stuff. I gave away my hair regimen to my subscribers. <laughs> for thinning hair. Lots of other cool stuff. Anyway, please like and subscribe. I'm here with my friend Bryn Walner today. Hi. And <laughs> she can attest to my cool merch. I just yeah. gave her some swag. I'm obsessed. Swag bag. That's something that I miss from Fashion Week was the gift bags. All the giveaways. Yeah. I know. We're not dripping in all that free merch this year. Yeah. That was the only thing I liked about Fashion Week. Mm. Otherwise, I'm glad it's gone. I kind of miss it. Really? <laughs> I, I've been invited to maybe like in my 10 years of living in New York and interning like in the fashion world and working in the fashion world maybe three shows yeah and like two of them I had to beg to be invited to <laughs> but, yeah I think I've only been to like two shows but that's because I was working yeah yeah um. the ones that I was working I had to like beg to be invited to I as well Mia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you worked in fashion um no I worked for a creative agency and we mm. had fashion clients so cool, like cool opening the ceremony right, when they did their right. Wall Street show I was like helping out with the brand sponsorship which was Jewel oh wow <laughs> that's a cool one back when Jewel could do marketing before like getting yeah uh, under fire for helping young kids discover how to vape and get addicted I I mean that's that's something that I have an opinion on, but we don't have to talk about that. Vape. I like vaping. It <laughs> helped me quit smoking. Yeah. But yeah, it is bad for kids. Yeah, it's controversial. But also smoking cigarettes is just so cool. <laughs> if know. you're gonna if you're a teen, you should just go to the real thing. Yeah. Because cigarettes look so cool. Get it out of your system. Get some cool pics. Right? Yeah. yeah. They're like I don't smoke anymore. It's disgusting, but I would if it were healthy and didn't smell the way it did. Yeah, just for the look. The look is just, yeah. that's what got me hooked, you know? The whole, the whole look. Yeah. <laughs> my friend was, my friend, uh, he, he also quit smoking and we we're hanging out the other day and he's like, got to take this phone call to my mom. And uh, he just started casually speaking in Russian. Oh. And I was like, oh. That's like the equivalent of smoking a cigarette. Just start smoking Russian. I mean, or just, start speaking yeah, just, Russian. Yeah, take a call, start speaking Russian. Yeah. It's like the same thing, same effect. It's hot. So, yeah, I'm learning Russian now. Oh, cool. 
Well, I, I'm trying to. Anyway, Bryn. Yes. Thank you for being on my podcast. Of course, Al. I invited you here to McCarran Park on the windiest day <laughs> to discuss sobriety. Yes. Because you are sober, right? Yeah, I'm sober. Four years on uh, January 1st. Congratulations. Thanks. That is double what I have. I'm coming up on two years, November okay. 3rd. That's coming up. It is. It is. I I don't really go to AA anymore, so I can't have like one of those party meetings. Yeah, like a birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Anniversary. Uh-huh. Um, so four years. Wow. Yeah. How do you feel? Um, I feel good. Best decision I ever made. Absolutely. Um, Same here. I gotta... Yeah. I went... Agree. Uh, when I was living in LA, I went two years, but then... I don't know if I would even call it a relapse because I, w- I didn't even position it as like being sober back then. I was almost ashamed of the term. Right. I was right. like sober implies so much. I don't really mm-hmm. go to meetings like I just don't drink, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes <clears throat> that's what I'll say, too. I don't drink. Yeah. Um, which over time I've gotten over and I don't care and I'm just like, yeah, I'm sober. But yeah. back then I, I, yeah, it's taboo as hell. <laughs> yeah. Especially I was single then and I was dating and people, whatever. I just avoided the term. So mm-hmm. when I drank, started drinking again after two years of being sober, I didn't call it a relapse cause right. I don't even know. Because you weren't calling yourself sober. Yeah. Like the whole I was uh, not marketing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like all the terms uh-huh. I just kind of avoided. Right. Um, I guess that's smart. Yeah. In case of a relapse, you are good at with the with the marketing stuff. Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a real... That's <laughs> smart. Yeah. Um, but when I moved from L.A. to New York in 2016, I started going on a bunch of dates because I was just like, I'm sick of fucking around. It had been like five years in LA of me just like toxic relationships and partying and just like being yeah. a party girl. Yeah. And then I met someone who uh-huh. I'm still dating. Oh my God. Oh, you moved to New York for this person? Um, No, I met okay. when I moved back to New York. Because that's never a good idea. No, no, That was no, like no. part of the reason I was in LA, which is like, Oh, really? You so lived in stupid. L.A. too? Oh, my God. I hated it because no one drank. Oh. So I would just be, like, going to the Prince alone for happy hour, which started at, like, 3 p.m. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, getting wasted alone and being, like, I have no friends. <laughs> Everyone, like, no one knows how to have fun here. Yeah. Damn, we could have uh, linked up. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Totally. Um, but, yeah. But I didn't make it very long. How long were you there? Six months. Oh, that's... <laughs> yeah, I did not... I had to come home. Yeah. Oh, boy. I miss this place a lot. Yeah, New York's the best. But, so you met somebody. Yeah, so, like, a month in of being in New York, I was, like, dating around, and then I met someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met at Beverly's. <laughs> Classic. Um, and... <laughs> Yeah, he. I just immediately felt like so disarmed and comfortable with him. Disarmed in a good way. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just like, like a few, like a month in after we were dating, I was like, by the way, like I don't like to drink anymore. I was kind of just doing it to like do it. And it's really hard to date sober. And I was like, Whoa. so I'm going to like not drink anymore if you're cool with that. And he's like, hell yeah, I'll do that with you. Oh my God. Yeah. And oh I was like, God, damn, he's so... a real one. Wow. <laughs> That is asking a lot. 
I and know. It's, that's amazing. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, so it was with his, like, support that I fully was able to commit to that. And now he drinks and, you know, yeah. he'll he'll get loose on a little white claw every now and then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's nice. I envy people who could, like, do that. Yeah, like, drink in moderation. Yeah. Lol. Yeah, I can't even... <laughs> I have no idea how to do that. Same. Like, with anything. Yeah, I'm really go big or go home kind of gal. <laughs> yeah, like, with podcasting, I'm... I'll record, like, six in one day and then go, like, two weeks without recording anything. <laughs> it's just, like... You binge. Yeah, it's bad. I, yeah. I'm trying. My therapist mentioned that problem that I have. Whatever. It's old habits die hard, baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I'm happy for you and your sober boyfriend, soberish boy, Your boyfriend who doesn't have a drinking problem. Yeah. That's doesn't a, have a that's drinking amazing. problem. Yeah, it's really chill. Yeah. And I'm, like... Finally, in my life, in my uh, my third year, I guess it's almost my fourth. I'm just like fully comfortable with it. Yeah, so comfortable that I'm on this podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being <laughs> yeah, on it. I can't believe you said yes. I'm so I'm so afraid to approach people that I've never met. Yeah. In real life. Yeah. For listeners at home, we just met. We just met. <laughs> but it was it it felt like we were already friends. Yeah. We were internet friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I've met most of my friends on the website. Yeah, same. The talking one. Yeah, <laughs> the ones where you, the one where you say whatever. <laughs> Babble. Yeah. Yeah. So I fall. I started following you, and I was like, "Oh my god, this girl's funny." And then it came to light that you didn't drink. You had like drop hints that you were sober, and I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, it is so rare to find a cool sober person." <laughs> And that's what inspired me to hit you up. Aww, to you be think on I'm spot. cool? I do. Cute shoes. Are those uh, Gamos? They, yeah, they, I got them at a consignment shop in Naples, Florida, where my mom lives. Oh, cool. Yeah. I love that. They're just dripping in, in the Gamo over there. Yeah, I bet. In I bet. size eight, which is rare. Nice. I'm an eight and a half. Oh, okay. Cute. <laughs> love Ferragamos. I'll keep an eye out. I have, I have three pairs that I need to pick up from my cobbler, actually. Oh, hell yeah. She's a cobbler. She's going to the cobbler. <laughs> uh, I love cobblers. Oh, they're the best. Truly. <laughs> Nothing but respect. Yeah. for cobblers. And especially when it's like a generational. Oh, of, yeah. The family business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sex workers, cobblers, post office workers <laughs> is the upper echelon of like how much I respect. Oh my God, look at these puppies. Ooh. Oh, we are just getting dog. blessed with the puppies today. <laughs> um, sorry, what were we talking about? Cobblers? Um, Ferragamo. Um, um, yeah, you think I'm cool. Oh yeah, which so I, I think just want to cool. reiterate. You have good style. <laughs> Thanks. I could tell you had good style just from your tweets. Like you good know? fashion style? Yeah. Wow, that means a lot to me because I feel fashion clueless, but... No, you just stick with the basics. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. stick with the basics. <laughs> uh, less is more, as they say. Yeah. Like if you if you know nothing about style, like you're, if you're not comfortable with your personal style or know nothing about fashion, just find the just most shop simple. At Everlane. Just yeah, kidding. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's Everlane. Yeah. <laughs> but for real, less is more. Don't less accessorize. More. Just don't try accessories. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's a Tiffany necklace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cartier watch is a staple. We love yours. Yeah. That's a tank, right? It is a tank. 
Yeah, I've got a guy. I've got a guy in the Diamond District. Oh my God, I should add him to my my uh, list of professions I respect. Oh yeah, I love the Diamond District guys so much. They're so cool. They really, man, they hustle. Yeah. They hustle and they struggle and they they do it. I'm like that that meme of the guy, who, the kid whose vein is about to pop, like trying not to mention uncut gems. Oh right my now. god! <laughs> Did you just watch it for the first time? No, 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 no. Oh. But you're talking about the Diamond District. I just watched it for the first time because oh, everyone's like, if you love the Diamond District, you'll love this. Yeah. And I watched it recently, and it stressed me out. It's and I was, really stressful. I was not happy with the outcome. <laughs> So I'm glad we're not talking about that. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So sobriety in four years, it does get easier with time. Absolutely. So much easier. Yeah. Do you want to talk about like how it was when you first stopped drinking? Or yeah. Or what made you stop drinking? If that's yeah. something that you're willing to share. Yeah, for sure. Um well, just a little bit of a familial context on my end. Mm-hmm. My dad is like... Okay. Okay. High roller. Um, my dad is like 40 years sober. I'm, I'm an idiot for not knowing how long, but all of my life he's been sober as well as most of my family members on his side, Mm -hmm. as well as my grandma who is now not with us anymore, but she was like the queen of AA in La Jolla, California, which is where my dad grew up, which is like the Boca Raton with no Jews of the West Coast. Very cool. Um, ooh, was that like a little pumpkin spice? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I vaped. I try not to do it. I'm, I'm downwind of the vape. Um, so, yeah. Sobriety is in my family, which I guess obviously implies that alcoholism mm-hmm. is in my family. But I, uh, since I grew up around... And I grew up, my dad raised us primarily. My mom is in the picture, but he was like our, our primary caretaker. Mm-hmm. So drinking was just like not a part of my life growing up. And I went to high school at Friends Seminary in New was York. Was it because of like you, you knew what, it, would it upset your dad or you knew what your dad had been through or? Um, I feel like it was less that and more I was just like, I was like on his page. Like right, when right. we were... When we were young, my brother and I, we were just like him, my dad, and I were just like a little wolf pack, uh-huh. and we moved around a lot, and we eventually, uh, I grew up in Hoboken, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Familiar. Jersey. <laughs> um, and yeah, but we were just so tight, and like when I was younger and innocent, I was just like, this is the way to live, and he, yeah. j- I just like followed his lead. Oh, I love, and I was dads. like so team dad. Yeah, I love my dad. Daddy's so much. girl. <laughs> he listens to all my podcasts. Aww. Hi, Padre. <laughs> um, <laughs> hi, Al's dad. <laughs> um, I was raised by my dad too. Oh, really? So yeah, I I get it. We're but like sisters. I know. <laughs> I know. Actually. <laughs> It's crazy. Um, my mom doesn't listen to my podcast, but she called me yesterday really? and said that she hadn't had a drink in three days. Wow. And she, so she was like, so I guess that means I'm not an alcoholic. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, text me like if you need anything. Like, <laughs> yeah, like still, in, still hasn't reached the first step, but still yeah, happy for her, Aww. which is like actually a huge step. Three I, days. Yeah. Those are the. Yeah, first, those are the early. hardest three days. A hundred percent. Jesus Christ! You remember the first three days? Ugh. Oh my God! I wanted to kill myself. Yeah. Straight up. 
<laughs> Did you try? No, no, no. Okay. I didn't. I just ate so much chocolate cake. <laughs> so much chocolate Brucey. cake. Brucey. Yeah. So familial. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sobriety, part of the family history. I was all about that life. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to high school in the city, so I was, like, taking the path every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, people, city kids are obviously a little bit more advanced than your yes. average. So mm-hmm. there was definitely partying, and there was cigarettes and weed and all all the things we love. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really partake because for, for whatever reason, I was a very confident high schooler. That's so cool. Yeah, and I just, like, I was so cool with just being myself that I really didn't fall <clears throat> into, like, the pure pressure, like, I'm wow. going to drink because everybody else is drinking oh kind of God, thing. Oh, my God, I felt so... I, that, I will jump off a bridge if everyone else is doing it. Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> like, if it looked fun. <laughs> we love when the, we succumb to peer pressure. Yeah. I don't know, like, what I was on in high school that I could, like, be like that. But I'm very proud of my younger self. Although, it probably would have been... It probably would have done me a service to experience partying and drinking in high school when all my friends were because yeah. by the time I got to college, like... I went to Colgate, which is in the middle Mm -hmm. of nowhere and is like a total prep school. Mm -hmm. And coming from the city to that was just like a huge culture shock for me. And I was just like, all right, like what you do here is drink. And I essentially, my roommates were like, yeah, you just take shots. So we're just like (laughs) taking shots of like the cheapest vodka you can find. Oh yeah, Spedco was was huge and Pop-Off, I think. Pop-Off. Yeah. (laughs) Pop-Off, Puff, Pop the Fuck Off. It it did, Um, it did. I don't remember a lot of stuff because of it. Same. (laughs) Yeah, so I just, like, learned... The way I learned to drink was not, like, a cool glass of wine, but just, like, Mm -hmm. binge drinking college style. That's how I learned to drink, too. But I was 15. Oh, wow. So I I was, like, going to, like, college parties when I was 15. damn. I had a fake ID that got me into... 80s night, um, which was at SUNY New Paltz. So I would go there and just like get wasted in the parking lot. Wow. Because you only need to be 18. So I had a fake ID that said I was 18. Mm-hmm. And we'd just get wasted in the parking lot and like go into 80s night and someone would drive back somehow. Damn. Fucked up. At 15. Yeah. Just a baby. Yeah. Yeah. But old enough to get into trouble. Too much. <laughs> Way too much trouble. Yeah. Um, yeah, but sorry, like binge Padre. drinking. Sorry. Sorry, Al's dad. <laughs> and also, sorry, dad. Um, my dad. But sorry, yeah. friend's dad. We love friend's dad. Yeah, we love friend's dad. Congratulations on 40-something years. Yeah, whatever whatever number it is. You're a, so, a sober king, a really good role model yeah. for me. Oh, I love dads. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, dads are great. So you were introduced to drinking... At college. Yeah, like a... Shots. A dumb idiot taking shots. Mm -hmm. Blacking out. Like, Mm -hmm. I thought blacking out was, like, totally normal. Yeah. I was like, everybody else around me is blacked out. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, And, I mean, I had a lot of fun in college, and I had a lot of friends, and I was in a a sorority. Oh, my God, I love it. Um, (laughs) Because I'm a lizard person. Um... But it was, like, the only thing that you could do. It was literally in the middle of central New York. Like, nothing was near us. And I was like, this sure. is the social activity. Sorority. I will. Yeah, I'm a yeah. KKG, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh 
Um, <laughs> yeah, so I was at frat parties. I was like a frat star. Like, Wait, what was the hazing like? I'm so interested in that. It was actually so nothing. Really? They were like, cause, I, I because love hearing the horror stories. I know. I don't know. I think our school had cracked down there. Like mm-hmm. in the past, there had been really bad hazing. I think people even died. Oh my god, there's a bee on her bee mic. Landed on my butt, on my mic. Oh, save but the I get bees for having colorful. Yeah, it looks like a flower. <laughs> um, sorry, keep going. It's okay. The hazing. You could just chill there, little guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. They were like, you can't wear makeup or jeans for a month. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Which is fine with me because yeah. I'm naturally gorgeous. Yeah. Um, just kidding. Simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it was pretty chill. They actually offered the job of pledge master to me where I would be the hazer. Wow. But I declined. I declined because I was like just not about the sorority organization life. Right, it was right, like too right. much of a commitment. And uh-huh. I was like, I politely declined this job. Um, right. It's a lot. That reminds me a lot of uh, AA. Oh, yeah. There's so much responsibility in that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so college was a blast, but I was just getting fucked up, like, nonstop. I don't know what I learned in college. Sorry. Dad. What did you study? Um, English. I studied philosophy, and oh, there's a whole wow. lot of stuff. I, I mean, I, I don't know what I studied either. I know. Sorry, Padre. Thank you for sending me to school. Where did you go? I went to the University of Hartford oh, okay. in Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah, where I met. There was an art school, like uh-huh. a pretty, a really good art school on the campus, and that's where I met most of my friends who all ended up moving to the, to city. the city, and I'm still very close to them. So oh, nice. there's that that I got out of it. Yeah, I suppose I'm still really close with a lot of them, actually. Cool, your art school friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Studying philosophy, they would always be like, philosophy is kind of like like art, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, st- I had no idea that art school was an option. Yeah. Like, and I, I had no idea. <laughs> if I had known that I could just go to art school, <laughs> damn, my life would be so different. You would be, uh, you would be a billionaire right now. Yeah. I'd probably still have a podcast, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Daria. Um, <clears throat> Does Daria have a podcast? No, but she should. She should. Um, her and her friend. Jane. Jane. Yeah, cool Maybe girls. Like, oh, everyone needs songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So after college, I moved to LA because I had I felt like I'd done mm-hmm. the New York City thing, going to high school there, right, and all right. my friends were moving to New York City, and I just wanted to start fresh. Mm-hmm. Moved to Bold. LA. Yeah, I didn't know anybody there, um, but my one friend who we had both studied abroad in Buenos Aires. Oh, nice. Um, where I got fucked up a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised I'm still alive. Oh, many wild times in South America. <laughs> um, also, the cocaine there is oh, like Buenos twenty dollars. Not <laughs> the oh, wait, the cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. It's like the best Coke ever, and it's like so affordable oh and my so it's basically over the counter. I don't wow. know how it is still, but that's what it was like when I was there, which was in 2011. But whatever, I knew this girl from that 
my uh, my study abroad semester, mm-hmm. we decided to be roommates. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lived on my mom's couch in Venice for a while, and oh, then cool. my mom moved to Columbus, Ohio, to wa- to work for the Limited. Whoa. <laughs> and we were like, yeah. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, a lot of a lot of stuff in this family. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, yeah, after <laughs> that, we were like, okay, we're moving to Koreatown. We had, like, a tiny apartment. Oh, I lived in Koreatown, too. Oh, you did, too? Well, I lived between Koreatown and Silver Lake. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Like, like by the, um, by the, uh, the Vons and the Ralphs across the street from each other. Oh, I think I know. And the bowling alley. Yeah, 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 yeah. I lived Chateau. right there. That, did you go bowling a lot? Oh, yes, I did. Oh, nice. I loved it. Yeah. It was, like, how I made friends and got wasted <laughs> on the low. <laughs> Like I was the I I was the only one getting so drunk, like every week. I was think it was every Monday we'd meet up for bowling, and it was like, yes, I finally get to get drunk in the day. Yeah, you're like the Big Lebowski. I've never bowling. seen that. Oh, he loves to bowl and he loves to drink. Hell yeah, um, keep it simple. That's a fun LA life that you had. It was okay. It was it was dark. It was darker than what I thought my New York life was when I had like a full-time nine-to-five job and was copywriting. Copywriting. And, yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Are, you're a copywriter too. It's paying the bills. Yeah. I actually am writing an ad for my podcast to put in this newspaper and it's the first time I've like had to write copy in years. Mm. And Is it I like fr- riding a bike? Not really. It's well kind of it's it's coming back to me, but it's kind of hard to do it for yourself. Yeah, like for Like your sure. own brand. Yeah. Branding yourself is, is so wild. Yeah, I always feel like a loser. Yeah. But not really. I, I know that I'm cool. Yeah. So Go it's, off. Not, it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're objectively cool. Wow, thank you. I think you are too. <laughs> Thanks. Um, just two cool girls in the park. Everyone is social distancing really well, I got to yeah. say here. Definitely. Um, except for the puppy that came on our blanket. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so L.A. was crazy. My friend and I living in Koreatown just being, like, total party idiots, mm-hmm. not really knowing anybody, just, like, making it up as we go along. Just, like, yeah. we'll go here, and then we'll go here, and da-da-da-da-da. And mm-hmm. next thing you know, you're at a party in the hills. Yeah. You know, classic L.A. Very and cool. I made a lot of friends through that. Also, my job was insane because it was like, oh, uh, hey, Bryn, you have to work at this influencer party that Open Open Ceremony is doing at Coachella. And I'm like at a Palm Springs hotel, like, Whoa. like slinging Vita Coco to like Sky Ferreira's management. Wow. <laughs> so it's like my job was a lot of blurring the lines between partying and work. And work, yeah. Which yeah. I had a horrible time of doing. Cause I would just get fucked up. Uh huh. But I didn't. Uh, I didn't yeah, fuck up hard. so royally that they would fire me. They like actually really liked me, which I also think is why I was able to coast by, but, like like being a mess. Yeah. Because people just like, you know, I I was friendly and yeah. cool and nice and funny, and uh-huh. it's like I was able to just just roll with the punches, yeah. even though I knew I was like fucking up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the night hours. Yeah, Sometimes no, I used bed. to think that I could only talk to people and be funny if I were, if I was drunk. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. Like, I would never go to a party sober. Sober. It's crazy that I do that now. I'm still like, wow. Yeah. I can't believe I'm here and sober and I not mean, 
like <laughs> hating it, you know? Yeah. Which you is, do get to that point, you know? Yeah. It, I never thought it would happen, but yeah. it's happened. You're out and about. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's cool. Um, yeah. So working and partying same time. Yeah, working and partying. And it just got to be like a lot. Like I was just going out so much. Uh-huh. And, you know, I would wake up with a horrible hangover and just like look like shit. Yeah. And I was just the like, hangovers. this is just not the vibe mm-hmm. like I don't feel good yeah and I regret yeah. texting whatever guy like a dumbass thing I would wake up I and be like even. oh my god I fucking did that I'm, like, I'm an embarrassment when I would wake up I would reach for my phone frantically and be like oh god oh god what did like, I please. do what did I do <laughs> I know it's so fucking humiliating because mm-hmm. you're like that's not me yeah but it it is you, and people uh-huh. judge you for it, yeah. and yeah. you just, like, it just sucked. It, yeah, no, it sucks. Yeah, and I was sick of it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to try a sober October, because mm-hmm. that's, like, cute to yeah, say. Yeah. And people are like, Classic. oh, why aren't you drinking at the party? I'm like, sober October, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, cute. Mm-hmm. And so I tried that out, and I was like, oh, Wow. I already feel better. Yeah. It's wild, right? Like waking up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. And that's like where the pink cloud starts. Yeah. Wait, what is that? Oh, my God. The pink cloud is, uh, you know, when you are just getting sober and you just feel so amazing. It's basically like being high all the time. Yeah. The pink cloud. The pink cloud. It doesn't last, but... It's a... (laughs) But it's it's there. Yeah. And it's so fun I miss the pink cloud sometimes I'll get there yeah when I'm waking up on a Saturday morning and everyone else is hung over as mm-hmm. shit and I'm like going to the farmer's market Aww. I'm like yeah <laughs> this is this is what my life is now yeah. it's a beautiful thing mm-hmm. <laughs> it is yeah the pink cloud I guess that's what it was mm-hmm. and I was like I feel great I already feel like I look better like my mm-hmm. skin like I'm I'm not like a horror to look out in the mirror, mm-hmm. um, which didn't happen overnight. But I definitely noticed. It like, is a thing. You get so much hotter when you stop drinking. Yeah, and you like shed weight. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I was easily. Also, yeah, just like effortless, mm-hmm. like skinny legend yeah. unlocked. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is actually really nice. And I just wanted to stick with it. And I had grown up going to AA meetings. Like, when I lived in Hoboken, my dad would take us into the city to different city AA meetings. Whoa. And I don't even know if I've never seen kids at an AA meeting. I've been to some in California with my family. Whatever. Like, we would go to the, like, Sullivan Street meeting. There would be, like, a New Year's Eve party. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. everybody would be, like clanking their martinellis and it was cute but then I was like okay maybe I should like try going to AA meetings like maybe having a community will make it easier for Mm -hmm. me and I dabbled in it but uh, it just wasn't for me like I just didn't it felt good and validating to hear everybody talk because I was like okay I'm not alone like this is chill like but I just I almost felt like a phony when I would try to uh, share yeah I was just like, I don't know if I'm, am I here for the right reasons? Mm-hmm. Like, and part of me was still like, this is not temp, this is not permanent. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drink again. Mm-hmm. I just need to figure it out. Yeah. And like be one of those like chill ass moderate, moderate drinkers. Yeah. With a chill ass, uh, Pinot Grigio. Uh-huh. 
Um, so I was like, I'm not even trying to count days. I'm not even trying to label this as sobriety. Right. I'm just not drinking right now. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, that's, um, that's like a chill way to go about it yeah, at first, I think. Actually, I guess. for real. I, I, try, I think I tried so hard to be chill about it. Mm-hmm. And it worked because I think naturally I'm like a very like high on life kind of gal and I'm yeah. very outgoing and I was able to manage it and still go to parties and it was fine, but I still wasn't like a hundred percent on board with sobriety. I didn't even call it that. I was like, I'm not sober. Right, I'm just right. drinking. Da, 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 da. And then like, whatever, like two years, fast forward two years, I'm two years sober, but I start drinking again because I'm like, I don't Did you have like a, but did something happen or were you like... I think I can moderate. Yeah. Drink in moderation now, or... I actually started talking to this guy on uh, the internet. His fault. <laughs> it's his fault. <laughs> <laughs> he was really cute and younger, and he was, like, moving to California this summer, and mm -hmm. I was like, he, he clearly likes drinking. Mm -hmm. He's going to judge me if I... Because I'm just like, I love guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh my boy God. crazy. I just hate a boy crazy gal. I hate how much I love guys. I know, it's so annoying. It sucks. The um, worst. Yeah. I love shopping and I love guys. I, sh I wish I could go to like <laughs> AA for shopping. Uh, yeah. And there, I think they have like Debtors Anonymous. What is that? For people who spend, like, who are deep in debt because they can't oh. stop getting credit cards. Damn. Uh, yeah. You're yeah. like, I got to get rid of this Banana Republic credit card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they also have SLAA, which is sex and love. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, I, they have a bunch. My, they, um, they just need boy addicts. Seriously. Anonymous. Bah. Um, yeah, whatever. The guy I was talking to, yeah. I was just like, uh, I can't be this chill sober girl. Like, I'm going to start drinking mm -hmm. again. And it wasn't all because of him. It was also me being at a party and I was just whatever. kidding when I said it was his Oh, fault. no, no, no. I, but I, I wasn't because like, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fine. Like, I, whatever. I just started drinking again. And then after five years in LA, I was like, okay, pack it up. We're moving Damn, back to New York. five years. Five years. Well, that's impressive. Maybe it was four. Who who can count? Yeah, it may as well be five. It's a long that's ass a time. Long time to be there. Did we talk about this on the pod? Me moving back to New York, or was that our conversation before? Am I getting uh, redundant? You moved back to New York and started <laughs> dating somebody. Who, yeah, yeah. I went on like a a billion riot dates. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're getting a boyfriend. We're in New York, mm -hmm. like new chapter, like Sayonara, L.A assholes whatever. yeah um I i've still never been on a riot date i haven't oh, found really? anyone good yeah but and you the good right and the good now. people don't like me I also i don't need to i don't care and you have a boyfriend yes i also so think rye is done everybody i know who is single who's still on rye are like it sucks like i don't even know how you hit the yeah. jackpot with that one yeah no it's but we don't let's not talk about yeah we don't need apps <laughs> dark <laughs> Yeah, so I went on a bunch of dates. I found somebody. Um, we clicked. I felt comfortable with him on site. I, did we talk about this on the pod? I think we did. Oh, my God. But you met at Beverly's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did talk. That's like... By the, the way, whole, I'm blacked out right now. The, yeah. That's like the whole, the whole part of... Uh, Whenever I meet up with someone, we're talking before the pod. I'm like, okay, wait, let's just like save this for the pod. I don't mean to be rude, but yeah, let's just yeah, like just save like this for the pod. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'm yeah. just like talking about how dope my boyfriend is. Aww. Um, but yeah, it was hard at first. Mm-hmm. But then, like you said, it gets way easier. Mm-hmm. Um, now here we are. Yeah, especially knowing that there are cool people who are sober. Yeah, that was so eye-opening to me because, I mean, I couldn't have got, I couldn't have stopped drinking if it weren't for the program. Uh huh. Um, the program is Alcoholics Anonymous, the twelve steps and everything. But um, the the program was just never for me. The whole like, you know, blaming blaming my alcoholism on this disease yeah. or like yeah. or like God, like God is taking the God care- thing. Yeah, is- God is taking care of me. But I'm like, no, this is like, this is me. These are my decisions, yeah. and I think th- that aspect. It's just like missing from AA, which is just surrendering yourself to this. It's weird. It's weird to me. But I mean, not to knock the program. Yeah, I love it. I, I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. We love it's the amazing. 12 te- We love the 12 steps. I've yeah. never done the 12 steps, though. Have I you? got, I got um, to four. Which oh, is, you did? Which one um, is that? That's the one. Tell where everybody you, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think I did any of the steps now that I think about I couldn't, it. honestly, I couldn't even get to the one where you uh, surrender yourself to, to, your to God. To power? Yeah, the higher power. Yeah. I just started believing in crystals. Oh. Which is like the closest <laughs> that a big thing. Step. <laughs> the closest thing that I've gotten to believing in anything. Mm-hmm. Like anything in my entire life. Wow. I was, I was in the hospital... Um, last summer for almost a month, mm-hmm. I went for like an eating disorder, but it was mostly me grieving. I lost a ton of weight, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was in the hospital. It was amazing. I didn't have my phone for 15 days. Oh my God. And I was talking to like all these chaplains and just trying so hard to get them to m- get me to believe in like anything religious and I, it, it just seemed impossible. Yeah. But baby steps with my crystals. Yeah, we got you know? them right here on the blanket. Mm-hmm. We have chrysocolla and rainbow fluorite. Oh, just just two little gals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, program yeah, didn't program, work for me. It wasn't a fit for us. No, it wasn't. But it is Even a fit like, for some. It is. It is. And I'm so and everyone's so nice. So nice. So so nice and and attractive. <laughs> Especially in New York yeah. and LA. Yeah, it's crazy how attractive kind everyone star is. Star studded too. Yep. <laughs> yep. We're not breaking that rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. Um AA is cool if you wanna like well, you're not allowed to date for the first year. Yeah. Which is a really actually that is a really good rule to take from AA because yo, that can fuck up everything for you just like a new relationship just like not worth it yeah and also the first year of sobriety is so cool because it's like okay i don't have any job right now nothing comes before my sobriety like as long as i'm not drinking i am like good yeah which is (laughs) such a cool way to live for Mm -hmm. the first year you set the bar kind of like graciously like low Mm -hmm. for yourself Mm -hmm. like look at me yeah yeah. Um, it's cool. Did you, when you got sober, were you, like, craving alcohol a lot? So when I got sober, I 
started getting acupuncture. I got acupuncture for what I thought would curb cravings. Uh-huh. And it actually didn't curb my alcohol cravings. It curbed, like, my fast food cravings, oh. which was amazing. But What did you eat? So, Taco Bell? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I still eat like shit. That's something I need to work on, too. But... I realized that I didn't have craving for, like, alcohol. I had mm-hmm. craving for, like, sitting at a bar alone yeah. and just, like, getting drunk. Yeah. Just, like, being drunk alone. Because that's when I knew I had a problem was when I was drinking alone by my I, every night and hiding bottles, like, in my room under my bed. Damn. Yeah, and it's just, like, I would look forward to drinking alone every day and then you know two bottles of wine alone is really not cool mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. get so dark <laughs> things get so dark but yeah I had a bunch of rock bottoms that didn't even convince me to stop drinking yeah. I just had to be fully I, I just like got to a point where I was like, okay, I think, I think that's enough. Yeah. Well, I think that's enough. And yeah, I was ready. I mean, yeah. it sucked. The cra- so I still, like when you're just talking about cocaine and it being cheap and pure, I was like, <laughs> I still am like, oh my God, like that sounds <laughs> so good. And, and sometimes, you know, the thought of, a martini mm-hmm. just sounds amazing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah. I I know that I can't just have one. Yeah. And it doesn't taste that good. No, it doesn't. It does, I was never drinking for the taste. Also, White Claw did not exist when I was drinking. Yeah. Well, the first time I tried to get sober was the summer that it came out. Oh, really? When I moved in with my mom. Yeah, to get sober. White Claw came out, and I had no self-control, so that was that. I was hiding those cans in my room. Oh, no. Yeah, that sucked. That was a whole mess. Like, moving back in with your mom and, like, for the first time, really, moving in with my mom and being treated like a child and, like, still hiding, like, alcohol. Yeah, from, it was It was dark. Yeah. It was dark. Um. Yeah. But White Claw, yeah, it didn't help. Yeah. But now the thought of White Claw, ew. I know, ew. I mean, respect. There's Mm -hmm. also this one, I mean, not respect. (laughs) I mean, if you're drinking White Claw, I don't care. (laughs) My boyfriend will enjoy White Claw, as I mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, no judgment against people who drink. Yeah, that's the one thing. Like, people are like, is it cool that I'm drinking? I'm like, I'm not going to get, like, triggered Mm -hmm. and, like, go on a binge. Yeah. Like I want people to feel comfortable around absolutely. me because I'm just like this is just me, you know. Yeah, just don't drink. Just, yeah, this is just who I am. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, and it's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was first quitting drinking, I thought it was very nice when people wouldn't drink around me. Yeah, it's a nice. Courtesy. It was nice, but like, I also do not think any less of yeah. anyone who who drinks yeah. or who hasn't like quit drinking if they need to yeah <laughs> it's a if well, you want to do you know ketamine and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's a process it's a journey yeah it, it, yeah yeah but if you ha- feel 
Like you do want to quit, you can hit me up. Same. I'm down to talk about it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, yeah, no, I'm glad we talked. I'm glad we just addressed our non-bias. Yes. Against um, non-sobes. Yeah. Everybody just do their own thing. Also, uh, it took me a while to realize that nobody even realized I wasn't drinking. Right. Well, That's like a I, thing. That's a thing. <laughs> I was just not drinking. And I was so like, I'm like, I'm at this party and I'm not drinking. But nobody even noticed. Because I'm also like a lit individual just by nature. But mm-hmm. also like nobody was like, hey, why aren't you drinking? Because mm-hmm. they were all just doing them. Yeah. So. The only time that I felt like weird like not drinking was um, at galleries or, ga- oh, or art opening yeah. because like you see everything yeah. but then I realized that there are so many other people also drinking in the seltzer yeah and I was like oh cool yeah like, you're not drinking either the, cl- the club soda yeah it's not it's a nice little indicator like wearing like your badge yeah you know <laughs> I know it's kind of cute like when you start to notice and if I'm out and I'll meet somebody and they're like Oh, I don't drink. And I'm like, I don't drink either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's like, cool. Aww. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. It's like you you meet each other on this like plane that yeah. no one else is on. Yeah. Like you're speaking a different language. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool in any social scenario, whatever you're doing to like mm-hmm. feel less alone or isolated in whatever Absolutely. you're doing. Oh my God, yeah. Um, and that's kind of the reason I made this podcast because... I yeah, know. I was going to ask. Well, I made it right as I was getting sober. Okay. It was after, it was like, I don't know. I made it as I was getting sober because I thought it would help me more than the program would. Uh-huh. If I was just able to talk to other sober people one-on-one like this, yeah. I thought I would get more out of it. And maybe other people who were like afraid to go to meetings or didn't, or the program didn't work for them, maybe yeah. it would be helpful it's for other people. I guess that's why I started it. It started as a radio show for Montez Press Radio, and I'm very grateful for them, um, to them for giving me a radio show. Um, but well, you have a great radio voice. Wow, thank you. <laughs> I've gotten used to my voice finally. Just not the things that I say. That's something I'll never get used to. I can't listen, re-listen to any of these episodes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the pod, the podcast. Yeah, no, I wanted to make it for people who you know are sober, curious, or just like need need guidance. Or I really started podcasting when quarantine hit, oh, okay. and I would get a lot of people like messaging me, like, "Thank you, this has been so helpful during quarantine," Aww. because I know a ton of people who just like really leaned into the drinking. Yeah, 100%. really leaned in. So it was scary. Like, and also, like, what else are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You don't have mm-hmm. to go to work the next day. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I were counting days when quarantine started, I don't think I I would have made it, to yeah. be honest, or really. So well, at one point, it got so dark, mm-hmm. like, when mm-hmm. everything kind of came to a head. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely, like, and that was kind of the first time I had even, because I'm lucky that I didn't really crave alcohol, mm-hmm. and... Every now and then I'll be out and somebody's like doing a line of coke and I'm like, ooh, yeah, <laughs> like I, I just feel like the devil inside of me and I'm yeah. like, 
ooh. Like, yeah, I get that, I, the cocaine feeling. <laughs> yeah, like the drip. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'll, like, start sneezing straight up if I start really? thinking about coke. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Damn. I know. You're I had a really physically empathetic. I had a really bad coke problem really? when I was a teenager, yeah. Well, it's just crazy. fun. Yeah. Um, but when I don't know, yeah. I would, I was, the way I was doing coke, I wasn't doing it for fun. I was doing it alone. Oh. And just like listening to Bright Eyes and like oh my God, self-harming. Like that's how I was doing coke. You were doing coke Co- and listening to Bright Yeah. And like cutting my wrist. <laughs> wow. Straight up all the things. And writing in my live journal. Damn. Yeah. I was, Damn. I was that, per- <clears throat> like for real, that cliche. First day of my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could talk for about Bright Eyes for like 15 minutes. Oh my God, me too. But I think but let's spare everybody. Yeah, yeah. Connor Oberst. Yeah. Um, I love him. Connor, if you're listening. God, I love you so much. Yeah. Thank you for everything. <laughs> You've gotten me through so many dark times uh, to make things a little darker. <laughs> but I am cold and I feel yeah. like we should wrap. Yeah, let's wrap. And yeah. Um, sober curious people, hit us up. Yeah, hit us up. DM me. Yeah. I'll, um, provide links to Bryn's, um, you know. Illustrious uh, social media presence. All the stuff. Yeah, all the stuff. <laughs> okay, Bryn, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, of course. Thank you. This has been great. I can't wait to be inside and be warm now. Yeah, same. Okay. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.